Hello everyone, I'm Dawn Granskiba and this is Snippets of Literacy. This episode was recorded on Anchor. In this episode, I'll be sharing with you about why I believe poetry is vital to literacy learning. This is episode 20. Of course, I will first give the usual shout outs to all of you, everyone who has been listening and everyone who, who is listening for the first time. But of course, special shout outs also to my regular listeners like Vasi, my student. Thank you so much. And a very special welcome to our new listeners from Italy. So happy to have you. I love you for listening. So about in about 2001, I published my first full length poem on poetry.com. I had written it during a reflective first year while living in Poland and I recall sitting by a river in a town called Yelenia Gura. I actually don't know how I ended up at that river but somehow I did and I can't recall if I was by myself or with company but anyway I as I was listening to the sounds of the water the, the words just came to me and so I titled my first poem a published poem anyway river dances to music and i'll read it here for you the gush the flow no rush so slow the river dances to music my heart strains until it pours my spirit heals its sorrows gone the river dances to music and all around the birds imitate the trees they bend forward to hear the river dances to music i am free no need for tears the river dances to music alas my final attempt i too dance as the river dances to music now i can recall what was happening to me at the time but I won't divulge, okay? You can just, uh, from the words, imagine what my emotional state was at that time. But I, I recall that it was a really healing moment for me to write that poem. And so, if nothing else, I hope that this episode will encourage you to put pen to paper, as we say or uh, pick it up, pick up the pen and paper once again and start writing. And if you feel so inclined, please share it with us here at Snippets of Literacy Podcast. You can find us on Instagram or on the Facebook page. I'd love, love, love to read some of your poems. So in episode 18, I shared about the value of rhymes in early literacy and what a valuable contribution rhymes play in literacy learning way into teenage and adulthood. Uh, The same can be said of poetry. After all, poetry is filled with rhymes and are easily a source of both joy and rich learning. The Australian curriculum promotes oral literacy as an important first step in acquiring written literacy. It might not really say that poetry is a way to do so, but I think that because children usually speak before they write, then that's a good way, right? With 
with poetic techniques such as rhymes and repetition and imagery and you know I could go on and on I really think that poetry is an amazing way to teach oral literacy to teach morals you know to have fun okay to teach uh, children to use their imagination look at the Dr. Seuss books for instance um by the way, would you say they are tales of fiction or poetry? I'd say that they're both. Think about that, don't you think? Um, from, to me, Dr. Seuss cleverly combined narrative methods with poetic devices to create his own unique and memorable writing style that we can only wish we had come up with. I mean, it's just amazing. Uh, I have never met a child who hasn't loved to learn and recite Dr. Seuss's poems. I call them poems. Uh, And if you have, please let me know about it. Actually, spontaneously, I'll just um, recite something from one of his favorite books. Or, sorry, one of my favorite of Dr. Seuss's books. It's uh, Green Eggs and Ham. Um, So it goes... I don't I do not like them in a box. I do not like them with a fox. I will not eat them in a house. I do not like them with a mouse. I do not like them here or there. I do not like them anywhere. I would love for you to share with me again on the Facebook page, snippets of literacy Facebook page, what your favorite Dr. Seuss poem is. But moving on, what makes poetry both powerful and important is that it is not necessary to write them down. Nowadays, all you need is a recording device like a phone and you can compose a poem orally, then play it back, edit as you please and memorize it. But if you do decide to write it down, um, it's far less complicated than other types of forms of writing because it doesn't really follow many rules, like, you know, having to be in a complete sentence. So a fragmented sentence will do, and one word will do sometimes in a line. So um, I just think that poetry is just uh, one of the best ways to start, actually. You know, one of the best ways to start teaching literacy in the early years. You know, I'm reminded of an article as well that I recently read and posted on the Snippets of Literacy Facebook page about a man named um, John Corcoran. I'll give make a quote from him here, so I might pause for a little bit. But uh, John uh, was an American man or is an American man. I don't want to kill him off who learned to read and essentially write way into his adulthood. I think he was maybe 48, 49, if I remember well. So what's shocking is that he worked as a teacher for 17 years without the ability to read. Like, honestly, when I was reading the article, I was like, what? How did that happen? Didn't he ever have to write school reports? But okay, anyway, not judging. His story is fascinating, both because he overcame his illiteracy and also because his journey is such a hopeful one for anyone who is listening to my voice now who may be suffering from illiteracy. Uh, What John's story 
um, it resonated with me because what it what it emphasized is that illiteracy doesn't have to be permanent. So John's tutor, who was an older woman of about 65, um, helped him, who helped him to read, actually encouraged him to write poetry. And this is what he said. One of the things that she had me do in the early stages was to try to write because I had all these thoughts in my head and I'd never written a sentence. The first thing that I wrote was a poem about my feelings. One of the things about poetry is that you don't have to know what a complete sentence is and you don't have to write in complete sentences. And I thought, that's that's really good. You know, John hit the nail on the head right there. He wrote about his feelings and research shows that poetry can have a positive impact on an individual's social and emotional learning. It's an outlet for our emotions. When we write about things that are close to our hearts, our creative juices flow much more easily. Poetry also helps us to appreciate the world around us. You know, river dances to music right there. I am appreciating uh, the river. I'm I'm appreciating music. I'm making that connection. I'm appreciating dancing, which I still do appreciate very much. And sometimes I, I think, you know, how did I come up with that? Because I think poetry helps us to think outside the box. I've read somewhere that poetry is like the Windex on a grubby car window. It bears open the vulnerabilities of human beings so we can all relate to each other a little bit better. And I think that for that reason alone, it is an amazing expression to cultivate. I personally teach a poetry unit at school, in high school, and I support the teaching of poetry because I believe it is that important. It is that vital. I also read a lot of poetry in my personal life, perhaps even more than I read um, regular novels. I just love poetry that much. I have um, memorized poems from the Bible, like the Psalms, Psalms or the book of Ecclesiastes, Uh, So I know quite a few. I adore the works of my absolute favorite poet, mentor, elder, overall favorite person I've never met, Maya Angelou. I'm so sad that she died before I could meet her. Hands down, I watch, listen and recite her poems more than anyone else's. And they affect and impact me more than actually the poems of anyone else I know. I have other greats like um, Langston Hughes, the American, Benjamin Zephaniah, the Brit, Dorothea McKellar, the Australian, as well as Jamaican poet laureate, the great Miss Louise Bennett. At my bedside table, I currently have Thanks to the Fabulous Cherry, Brown Girl Dreaming by Jacqueline Woodson, who basically writes her autobiography in poems. So as you can see, yes, I love poetry. I also love uh, spoken word poetry. In fact, in my dreams, I think of myself as a spoken word poet, but I'm not. So I won't even go there. But um, I want to give a special shout out to my colleague, Janice Ferretti, 
I'm not sure she ever listens to my podcast, but anyway, <laughs> special shout out because I think Janice uh, is just such an amazing um, spoken word poet. She writes her own. She shares, you know, her poems from her heart readily. And they are just, they give me goosebumps. Uh, the same goes for Michael Bournes, I think his name is. He's an, a, a black American spoken word poet who I met several years ago at Avondale University College. He'd come over for a special performance and he, wow, what a powerhouse. So yeah, as I close, I invite you to read an article, if we take a more serious stance now, read an article in the October 2018 edition of Literacy Learning in the Middle Years. Uh, that's the name of the journal, Literacy Learning, the Middle Years. It's titled, um, What's Poetry Got to Do With It? The Importance of Poetry for Enhancing and Fostering Student Engagement. And it was written by Edwin Creeley of Monash University in Melbourne. In this article, Creeley encourages the teaching of poetry in the second, secondary years, uh, calling it vital. And that's a, you know, that's a big word. I said important and, and vital is that much more, right? And uh, Creeley also said that it has the potential for deep personal engagement. I've already proven that, I think, with my own examples. Uh, she argues, I think it's a she or maybe a he. Uh, this person argues that literacy needs to move beyond what is functional important though that may be and include like poetry does what is creative and expressive um i want to quote a, a, more from from creeley that poetry is steeped in emotion and thought creeley says and i couldn't agree more and i'm, I'm gonna end with this long quote though through poetry all dimensions of human experience and engagement with self and the world can be accessed and shared. I'm going to read that again. Through poetry, all dimensions of human um, experience and engagement with self and the world can be accessed and shared. You know, that means if we're not reading and writing poetry, we're, we, we could very well be shortchanging ourselves. So I hope you feel empowered to read and even write your own poetry. As I said earlier, share them with me if you like, and I'll be happy to read out in future episodes. You've been listening to Snippets of Literacy with Dawn Grantskeeper. I love you for listening.